Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Preparation On my prep day for my colonoscopy, I discovered the delights of jello and popsicles. As a baker, these items just never appear on my shopping list as they do not measure up to my criteria for flavorful snacks. If I'm going to consume calories, I just have to insist on some mouth-watering flavor, a tickle in the back of my mouth from adequate sweetness, and at least a little bit of heft to a bite. Neither of these items I'm allowed for the prep have those qualities. First off, perusing the flavors of jello available made me realize that people must not like just natural flavors anymore. Lemon slash lime may taste good individually, but as I'm not a lover of either unless they are gracing a cake or a cookie, I cannot fathom why they would be combined. I marked grape, strawberry, raspberry, and black cherry off the list because any residue of that color might cause unnecessary concern during the procedure. Just for curiosity's sake, I researched flavors before I shopped and found that maple syrup and mixed vegetable had been discontinued. Well, damn. Although not in the top 10 flavors online, berry blue, apricot, and cherry lemonade seem to be produced as well but they were not at my local store, so finding one orange packet, I just decided to go with that. Mixing Jell-O to its bizarre, shaky consistency is not difficult, although I did find that they're not kidding when the directions tell you to make absolutely sure all that gritty power is dissolved. If you don't do that, one encounters a rather chewy mouthful of gelatinous blobbiness. Personally, I like directions that tell you how long to stir, just to see if I can cheat a little bit and still come out okay. However, it's easy enough to notice when there's a gritty sound while you're stirring, so on the whole, getting it ready to eat pretty much only takes a few minutes, plus a little more time for it to gel in the fridge. I have a vague memory of jello cut into cubes, but I didn't have anything except an ice tray with non-removable cube sections that would accommodate getting that size, so I went with a large, kind of flat bowl. This would not turn out to be my best choice. Jello, when cold, is loath to leave wherever it is. Just to make sure you know this, it shakes and jiggles when you try to separate it from the whole concoction and the bowl. I tried dividing it up with a knife, but somehow that jello refused to recognize that it was not ready to leave the bowl and go forward to its intended destination without a fight. With my first mouthful, I was pleasantly surprised, although it was very hard to get on my spoon. It took four or five tries. I decided to use a bigger spoon, only to realize it wasn't the size of the vehicle for the gelatin that mattered. It was the steadiness of my hand as it was heading to my mouth. More than once, Jello escaped digestion by sliding off the spoon just as I opened up my mouth. And more than once, I found that jello on a projectory back into the bowl, onto the kitchen counter, the floor, 
or even onto my shirt. I didn't immediately notice the bit on my shirt, but once I took a step or two away from the counter, plop, it went on to sit my cat, who flung his head from side to side to try to dislodge this unwelcome intruder. Once he got it off and on the kitchen rug, he sniffed once and trotted away. I might have taken a clue from this act, but I didn't. I soldiered on with this hit-and-miss endeavor, eventually getting enough orange jello down to feel somewhat sated in spite of not having eaten all day. I decided this might be a good time to try out the organic popsicles I'd purchased. They were in two flavors, cherry and grape, tied together by paper. I noticed they were like the wonderful sugary popsicles I loved as a kid, only a whole lot skinnier. The first one I tried was cherry, so tart I spit out the first bite without even swallowing it. My teeth actually felt like they'd tried to eat sandpaper. Moving on to the grape flavor, I was pleased to discover that if I'd chewed it rapidly enough, I got some flavor in my mouth before it melted entirely. Not so bad, but in January, a popsicle's not really what I consider a suitable dessert. Later on, I got up from my couch only to discover I had been sitting on a serving of orange jello of some width. I have no idea how it got to the back of my pants, but there was no denying that it had. After using every stain remover in the house, the couch stain was hardly noticeable. Doing a little cleanup in the kitchen later that night, I found that scoundrel jello had jiggled its way underneath the kitchen rug, firmly attaching itself to the flooring and drying out. This time, I googled what to do and finally got most of it up. As it was almost 11 p.m. and I had to get up at 4 a.m. to drink the second dose of the prep material, I flushed the rest of that orange jello down the garbage disposal. It did the trick, I guess, of staving off hunger, but it was just too unpredictable in its movements for me to be able to count on it as a friend. And as proof of my decision, when I went into the kitchen to make coffee the next morning, before realizing I couldn't have any. There was a giant orange blob right next to the coffee pot, which was nowhere near where I had been trying to get it into my mouth. I don't think I'll ever be through with orange jello. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.